0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World Podcast. If y'all are enjoying your day, great. If not, well, then it's time to get your game on. Anybody who knows about certain TV shows in the past might get the reference, but anyway. So, as of the recording of this episode, I believe WWE 2 k 22 hasn't even been out a month yet. And it's around past, like, what, 1.05, something like that? And I thought, you know what, it's time to finally review this game. After all this time of waiting... First new game since 2K Battlegrounds, first one under the true 2K lineage in terms of having a number for like a year for a numerical value since 2K20 and it's time to see how did this game turn out since 2K20 came out in terms of comparison. So I've got some notes about my thoughts on 2K20. Now I'm going to preface this by saying I haven't tried out everything just yet. So like I have not tried creating my own character yet, have not tried my GM mode. I mean, maybe I will to some point, and I've not tried my Rise, because when I do, I want to make it a video series, kind of like I've done with my career mode since 2K15. I mean, that should be obvious. So, I've got my notes. Let's talk about WWE 2K22 and overall review, and let's see the notes I got. So, first off, they got the showcase mode. 12 matches overall in there, 11 bo- matches, and then a bonus match, which I got a whole walkthrough of on this channel for YouTube, if you guys have not seen it. One WCW match, and the rest are all WWE matches from 2005-2020 for matches against, like, Eddie and Shawn Michaels, uh, JBL, Grand Metal League, and so many others. It's a good overall story mode. I mean, the ma- like, the matches are pretty good, like, Halloween having 97, WrestleMania 21, so on and so forth, so that works. And you got a good array of unlockables, like, you can get Shawn Michaels unlocked from the Eddie Guerrero Tribute Show with the armband on it, or saying EG... The arena is, like, Raw from the Ruthless Russian Era, Halloween Havoc 97, WrestleMania 21, Judgment Day 2006, so on and so forth. So, I like it. It's a nice little one. Uh, next one, the controls. So, they've changed the controls again compared to what we saw with 2K20. And it feels like these controls are a little bit better than 2K20. Like, 2K20, it was impossible to really try to get the full grasp of... Trying to get everything done, especially when you've been used to the controls from everything from 2K19 prior. Saying, this button's for the reversal, this one's for running, so on and so forth. With this, it feels like it's a little easier to master compared to 2K20. Because, like, I tried playing 2K20 again a little while back. Like, I think within the last few months, just try a match on PC, even with an Xbox 360 controller. And I freaking gave up after one match, because it was just, like, impossible to do reversals or time anything right. It was just a fucking mess. Uh, They got the new combo system. To where you can do multiple strikes in a row kind of like the four punch moves that you do for a combo there but you can very do a variety between light attacks strong attacks and grapples so you can get some variety in there which is kind of nice you also got some but some of the controls can be a little bit frustrating like trying to set up springboard moves because sometimes i'll be on the apron i want to do a springboard move with like ray mysterio and i can gotta hold one button push another and sometimes I got to jiggle it around, trying to figure out which button does which to do a certain springboard move. It's like, oh, hold this button and then push B on the freaking Xbox Series S version, which is the version I've been playing on this whole time. Just to do one move, it kind of gets a little confusing. carrying combos and attacks can kind of be a little bit of a pain in the ass. You gotta, If the opponent's striking you, you got to push the right button at the right time for what exact attack they did in order to stop him from doing it. Like, the only time I find it to be easy is, like, you're outside of the ring for Hell in a Cell, and they're about to grapple you. It's easy to push whatever the freaking Irish whip slash grapple button is, like, be on the Xbox One slash Series S controller. Because chances are, if they're grappling you outside the ring, they're going to try to whip you back into the ring. So it's, like, an easy one there. And sometimes the timing of the reversals can be a little bit off. Like, it's a fraction of a second to where you have to push the reversal button in order to reverse it. And depending on the move, like it feels a little bit off, but again, it takes some getting used to. Doesn't feel as clunky as 2K20, so I kind of like it. And I really do like the new reversal animations that they're giving us for some of these moves. Like I posted this on TikTok to where Kofi did like a my faction mode match, and I'll get to that in just a little a little bit later. Uh, it was like six man tag match. I'm playing as Kofi. The other team has Shawn Michaels. I tried doing a Trouble in Paradise. Shawn blocks and does like a uh, kick to the side of the head. Almost looks like a low, sweet tune music. So, I got to give props to these new reversal animations, they actually look pretty fluid. Uh, subject number three, I've got like maybe six, five, six things. Uh, the overall gameplay. So, they've had some new tweaks. So, like the backstage brawl area, it's one entire area, and it actually looks better. I mean, like, I like that they didn't recycle anything, like with the same old tired thing saying, hey, you go to one of these two locker rooms, you can fight in the parking lot, the authority's office, the freaking catering area, stuff like that. I'm glad they give us something new, even though it feels like they could kind of connect things unless I'm missing something. Cause it's like, you got like a freaking, you got a bit of a parking lot area far right side. You got stuff with like weapons in the production area nearby with a hallway. I guess that's kind of the grill position. You can freaking climb ladders to freaking fight against barriers, stuff like that. I'm trying to see if you can even break through the glass. ...that you've seen there, because I can't get anything to trigger, but it's kind of fun. Like I said, I'm just glad they revamped it. Uh, I have said some glitches in the game. Like, there's sometimes where you interact with the ropes, and the ropes get all glitchy. Nothing like you saw with the 2K20, where it's just, like, the ring is all wobbly... ...and the ropes are just bouncing all over the place, like it's having some kind of seizure. I've had some points where, like, you interact with the ropes, like, where you're standing, it gets a little iffy. I have one glitch that I just experienced recently as of posting it on tiktok to where i was doing like a tag match in universe mode which i'll also get to in a bit where i played a sonya had to be a sonya devill team with batista sonya had some kind of interaction with the barricade and she phased right through it and i couldn't get back past the barricade for some reason i don't know if they disabled it or whatever in the game when if you don't have the barricade broken you can't just like jump over it and because of that i lost the match via count out like several minutes later because like the ai's character of sasha banks was jumping in and out of the ring she was, I couldn't pass through the barricade by the ring or even the one right by the stage. So I was stuck out there the whole time. Sometimes she was jumping out of the ring. Other times she just staying at the barrier and nothing gets done. Uh, and then even this one I just went through. I had a Hell in a Cell match. Undertaker, Eric Bischoff, Hell in a Cell. Undertaker chokeslammed Eric Bischoff off the cell and he crashed in one of the announce tables. But for some reason, Eric Bischoff just couldn't walk away from the that area he landed on and stood in. To continue the match. He just stood there next to the other self building announce table. Because there were two at ringside. And I couldn't continue the match or hit him or grab him or anything. So I had to restart the match because of it. So there are still some glitches. Nothing groundbreaking. But it like, there are uh, some here and there. Uh, some that I've noticed myself that I kind of have a weird thing of. I tried rec- recreating the WrestleMania 17 arena. I couldn't remove that LED screen that you got on the south side. Like right by the hard camera. I don't know if there's some way to remove that, but I couldn't get that thing removed no matter how many times I tried. And I don't know if anybody else knows this, unless somebody can correct me how. I tried doing the custom matches, match types and everything, and I wanted to bring back the Elimination Chamber match, only with the old design, and I couldn't get that to unlock. Like, I could with the Seal Cage and Hell in a Cell, which I'll bring up in just a moment, but, like, I just couldn't with the Elimination Chamber, like bring back the old design in order to fight in it so i don't know what's going on for choosing like the elimination chamber type you have is like 2017 one is the only design that you got uh i know there are new match types like they got a triple threat tag team tables match i think that's new correct me if i'm wrong but i think there are some new things you can do in there like that does that idea i actually liked i did one just recently i think it was like ray and aj against finn and who do i team finn with I can't remember, against the bar, for, and I made an elimination match, so that was kind of fun. I mean, almost like No Way Out 2001, but without the elimination, with elimination rules instead. And I do like how they got new weapons in here. You got a hockey stick, you got a shovel and a stop sign in there. You got wear and tear damage with the weapons to the point where they may or may not be usable. You can see the damage with the shot with the stop sign, the chair will eventually dead and not be used, and even the kendo stick will break. So it's a nice add of realism. Now, the last two things I got in here are my issues with the games and some positive feedback. Issues, I'll go first. Let's get them out of the way because I got some. Uh, I've had this happen a handful of times where the game just crashes and boots me back to the dashboard. Whether I play normal matches or even especially in universe mode. Like, I've lost count how many times I try starting a match in universe mode and, like, I'll try to start a match past the menu or something like that or I'll have a match. Like, an example I can quickly give. I tried unlocking the... Uh, achievement where you have to be Roman Reigns in one-on-one in a Legends difficulty style match. And I tried finishing that match with The Rock, and the game crashed. I mean, eventually I was able to do the match, but I, with both those instances, I try going in universe mode, sometimes I'd have a match, in regular gameplay mode, and it just crashed me back to the dashboard. And I've seen, like, 2K Sports say that, oh, either restart the game, or maybe you got too many things from community creations downloaded, like images. But the thing is, I don't have anything downloaded from Community Creations. Not characters, not arenas, not custom images or anything, but it's just, like, frequent. I know PSN Cool, JHD, or whatever his name is, I can't remember off the top of my head, he's just had this recently from one of the live streams where he had, like, a handful of times where the game just crashed in him during my GM mode, just trying to get past a loading screen. So it's like the crashes are just getting irritating and just out of nowhere. So it's like, I know at least on my end it's not from downloading too many things because I haven't downloaded a damn thing. And that's also another issue on there. People have also experienced crashes from too many imported images. So hopefully within the next patch, maybe by the time this episode comes out, maybe they'll fix that. Uh, One common thing I keep seeing all the time is the server issues. Whether you want to do an online match, or even in my case, I want to continue with my faction. Because I kind of like that new gameplay that they got there. But the problem is, you can't load it if the servers are acting up, or just not up there. So how am I supposed to play my faction if the servers aren't up? That's been an ongoing issue since day one, and at this point, I'm getting. It's been a couple weeks since this game came out. By the time I'm doing this episode, hopefully they're gonna fix this, make things more stable. Uh, Some other things: some character model attires are hard to change to kind of replicate other attires. Like I tried taking Eddie Guerrero's '97 attire that he got there, and I tried resembling it towards like his WrestleMania 16 and 17 attires. But the problem is, with, and I know Attitude Classic 316. If he's hearing this, he'll know what I'm talking about because he and I talk about this all the time. Trying to get where you select a certain part that you can change the color of on an attire and it just will not work to perfectly replicate an attire. I can't do it with Eddie for that 97 attire to try to replicate his WWE stuff. Yeah, I can't also add Latino for on the back, but to try to change the colors to replicate a couple of WWE attires during the Attitude Era, I can't do it. Because they have like three choices of what... Color like will affect on his attire one for like half a strong hat, one for the other half. That some of the designs on the sides you can't do without like screwing something up to where you can't perfectly replicate an attire. So it's like it's it's a pain in the ass, to be honest. Uh, another one that we just saw I know there's a bit of a workaround for some things, but not everything. Uh, you don't really have any OMG prompts for certain moves anymore. I don't think you can do the big boot into the ring post uh the barricade break the only way you can do that is to do certain moves near the barricade to break it i've not been able to replicate that myself like i tried but i can't uh the superplex you can only the only way you can do that big superplex to break the ring is if you and, and or possibly your opponent i know at least your opponent has to be like a super heavyweight then you like do enough damage lift them up the top rope superplex boom breaks the ring but no prompts there. I mean, at least it's not something that has to involve finishers, like full max mount. But it's a kind of a shame to not be able to do that. Uh, you don't have a, quote, OMG prompt to break the announce table, Yeah, it's a standard dual finisher there, which, meh. Nah. Uh, no OMG prompt to do, like, an apron suplex or DDT. You have to have them set as moves. I know you can do them in the past with the games to where they can be grapple moves on an apron, But it's nice to also have that as an OMG moment where you can have something else as your apron grabble move so that you can have more custom stuff there. But it's just, like, it's a bit hard to get used to. Uh, And one thing I just noticed recently with playing the game, you only have one move that you can do on the outside of the ring for signatures and finishers rather than two, which is kind of a pain. It's like if you're Undertaker, WrestleMania 36, and you're outside the ring for his attire, and you're outside the ring, the only move you can do on the outside for a signature is the last ride. Instead of being like, oh, Last ride and a chokeslam. So it kind of limits a bit of the, the variety that you can do. there And one that I saw here that I think irritated everybody, because now you got to go through the creations to this. There's no Bray Wyatt in the game, which is a little odd, because you've had other superstars that were released before or after him that are still in this game, like Braun Strowman or the Iconics, but Bray's not in this game for some reason. I mean, maybe it's because of the circumstances around his release. Because I know there have been conflicting reports as to why he got released and everything like that with his attitude backstage, allegedly. But still, I mean, like, you got other people that he had in the game that were released before or after him. But it's like, so it's like, why not include Bray Wyatt in the game? Like I said, you got Braun, you got the Iconics, and plenty of other people. So it's like, what's stopping this? I honestly don't know. And now the positives that I can add in here... The graphics are a major improvement compared to 2K20, without a shadow of a doubt. The characters were either for 2K20, and I know this was because the game had to be rushed because Hughes left and Visual Concept had to suddenly get thrown in and finish the work and they had a deadline, but it's like the graphics were terrible in 2K20. It looked like characters are made out of clay or just not accurately depicting the rest of they're supposed to be. Like for the graphics, for the character designs, it looked like a mix between what you saw for the PSP version of WWE games and some of the stuff you would see on the DS. Anybody who's played, like, SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 through 2010 on the DS, you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, the trolls, like I said, they feel better and more a bit more fluid for being able to do matches compared to 2K20 because that was just a big pain in the ass. Uh, I do like that they had some new varieties. They had different varieties for some of the match structures, like for Steel Cage and Hell Cell, for what you could have for those designs for the matches. So, like, Steel Cage, you had the wire mesh, you had that trap one that you had for story mode. I think in 2K20... For when you're on the indie scene, blue bars, black bars, stuff like that. In Hell of a Cell, you could have between the red design, the regular design, or even rusted, which is kind of a nice touch there. And, of course, the roster. I will give them props here, because I know we're all worried about this and speculating this, saying that, hey, will these certain wrestlers who are now released be in the game? And a lot of them are. Like I said, the only name I can easily think of that was released that is not in this game is Bray Wyatt. But, I mean, they did keep... Least stars in there, instead of having to constantly rely on an overall saying, shoving as many legends as you can put in this game. So, they kept release superstars in there, instead of just being like, oh, you got this legend, and this model of legend. Like, the only character I know that's got multiple, many variations of themselves in the game, as a legend, is the Undertaker. But that's also because of the pre-order DLC, which will eventually be available to everybody. But it's like, that, I can at least say that's different eras of Undertaker, Like, new generation, Attitude Era, American Badass, Normal Undertaker, retirement stuff, all that. So, it's like, and can kind of be understandable. It doesn't feel like a bit of a pain like what we saw with 2K15. Like, many variations of Sheamus and Randy Orton and stuff like that. So, it's nice that they didn't have this roster completely, like, stripped down to the point where you had to rely on so many legends. Because they probably wouldn't want to put people in there that aren't working for the company more. So... Thank you at least to them, WWE, for allowing this, because we do not need a stripped-down roster, okay? They always try to pride themselves saying, Oh, this new game, it's the, the biggest roster of all time. So at least they can try to say it's not, like, the most watered-down thing compared to something like Royal Rumble on the freaking Dreamcast, something like that. So overall, I know I've seen some reviews. Like, it seems like the console versions are getting better reviews. I don't know how it is on the PS4, Xbox One. Like, I know I've got it on Xbox One as well because I got the... Full version like for both Xbox One and Series X, even though I haven't touched the Xbox One version. I know there have been mixed reviews on the PC, but it seems like on consoles it's better. And I will say this is an improvement on 2K20. Vast improvement in terms of how the game plays, not having any game breaking in game glitches outside of the stuff like I mentioned where the game crashes. So hopefully that can get patched out because it seemed like. Hopefully the game will have more attention compared to 2K20 in terms of any improvements. Like I said, it's got to work on the servers as well. If anybody wants to have matches or do my faction, they got to rely on the server stuff. And if that's down, you can't make any progress. Like I think, I think there's supposed to be some unlockables related to my faction because I think I read something online. Somebody saying like mankind can be really be unlocked through my faction. I can't figure that out because anytime I try playing it, oh the servers are not working right now. It's just like let me play. I want to get to this mode and unlock more stuff? God dang it! Out of a ten, I'd have to say I'd give it between a seven point five and an eight. It's not perfect, like I said. There are issues there, but this compared to freaking two K twenty, it feels like you're comparing horse shit to ice cream. Because there, I was at least I was right at least being optimistic, saying that freaking. The build to this, they have more room to grow and learn from the mistakes of 2K20 to not redo the same mistakes we saw before. So they had room for growth, and they did pretty well. I mean, who knows what we're going to see future. I know they got more DLC coming out. Unfortunately, one of them involves Logan fucking Paul. And I dread for when that happens. The only reason I'm going to bring Logan Paul in the match is just to beat the hell out of him, because that's going to be fun. I mean, we can't really argue with that. Beat the shit out of Logan Paul. Oh, Maverick! No, that crap. But anyway, let me know what you thought in the comment section below. What has been your thoughts on 2K22 for anybody who's played it, stuff so you've seen? I know I've got some footage out there on social media, but I mean, overall, it's a good game. I mean, it's definitely less of a grind fast compared to freaking 2K Battlegrounds. That says a lot. So, anyway, let me know what you thought in the comment section below. WWE 2K22. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to leave a like, subscribe with the bell turned on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening on any other service, and comment below. What's your review and thoughts and overall in WWE 2K22? Like I said, Farbaron 2K20 and not a grind fast compared to 2K Battle Battlegrounds, so they learned from some mistakes, but there's still room for improvement. By the way, thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.